Welcome to our BizGrow community podcast for entrepreneurs. In this podcast series, we not only discuss issues impacting the entrepreneurship space, but also share practical insights on how to grow your business. I'm Trisha Young. Good afternoon, listeners. Uh, I'm your host, Trisha Young, back again with another episode of our BizGrow community podcast. I have with me a very interesting guest. Um, very, very happy to have him on with us. He's um, actually one of our program participants and I think a real success story. Uh, every single time we, uh, as technical persist- assistance providers do this work, we are always amazed at the talent and you know the rare finds that come out of this work. And I can say without a doubt that Legrand Lindor is an absolute gem. Thank you so much for being here, Legrand. Thank you so much for having me. Always a pleasure. Yeah. So tell us about yourself. Who are you? What's your company? Give us a little bit more of a, of a background. I mean, your story is quite interesting. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's a long road, as you know, in the game of entrepreneurship. Yep. Um, LeGrand Lindor, um, born and raised in Boston, Massachusetts. Company name is LMI Textiles. Mm-hmm. Um, we are now in the space of um, garment manufacturing, medical supply, and personal protective equipment. Um, coming out of this year of the um, you know pandemic and still in within it in the grips of it, um, just you know trying to provide high quality um, garments and materials to protect and to you know safeguard um, you know employees of um, healthcare facilities and those you know frontline workers and those others in the other aspects of the industrial um, you know safety uh, mm-hmm. industry. Right, right. I remember when you were in the program showing some of the, the clippings of everything that you were doing. I mean, we had so much fun looking at everything. Um, now you, you're, you, there's another arm to your business, is there not? Yes. You want to care to tell our listeners about sure. that just so that they know? Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. So um, way back when I was in grad school and started the business, really just started this whole thing and kind of morphed into what it is now. Mm-hmm. Um, Caribbean Apparel right. is our um, brand name for a retail um, you know, outfit where we make jackets, t-shirts, high quality of different Caribbean, um, Latin American and African countries. Um, and over the past, that started in 2008. And from there, it's still running mm-hmm. um, and, and doing well. And, um, you know, just want to provide high quality garments for our people to express ourselves, to showcase who we're from, where we're from, and and use it as a base to unify as well, um, right. to show that we all come ultimately from the same place, um, but maybe we might have some differences here and there in terms of spices of our foods, languages that we speak, <laughs> things of that nature. But um, so far, it's, it's been a nice ride and it has gotten me to the, the place where we are now in mm-hmm. terms of the manufacturing um, that we do in Haiti, um, elsewhere around the globe and um, and the new garments and other things that we do. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So last year was a very interesting year for you, was it not? Yes. yes. <laughs> you know, the pan- pandemic happened and, you know, a lot of these hospitals and facilities, you know, community health centers, urgent care places, you know, were, you know, reeling for personal protective equipment. Uh, they couldn't get the materials they needed from some of these national suppliers because they were over inundated with, you know, requests, you know, the large national suppliers were getting requests from countries now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so that they just really couldn't f- fulfill through the supply chain, um, you know, the needs of, you know, some of their own clients and then you know, some of these smaller facilities as well. Um, and so there was a big, you know, rush for a lot of different people to get into the game, you know, especially during the pandemic, people were out of work, you know, you know, 
especially in America or everywhere, Mm -hmm. you know, people have an entrepreneurial mindset. So everyone was in the game of producing or supplying or sourcing PPE. Um, But I think one thing about our company is we stood out to an extent because we were in the personal protective equipment business starting in 2015, making fire-resistant safety vests for large U.S. suppliers out of our factory in Haiti. Um, And so with that, we were able to turn on the lights very quickly of our different suppliers that we've been working with for over 12 years, Mm -hmm. you know, um, in Asia, to send them money, to get them actual goods Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, and supply hospitals, you know, community health centers, cities. We've won bids. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just been like a a whirlwind, Um, you know. You know, considering the time, good for the business aspect, but in also trying to help in the same time. But, you know, obviously, you know, sometimes you have to make, you know, lemonade out of lemon right. in terms of what the environment of the world was. But, you know, our business was able to help in, you yes, know, in a I good know. way. Yeah. And I think it gave you a real competitive advantage considering what was going on in the marketplace and everybody just having to rush to market to, to, to get their products out. And I, I think one of the things I've come to know about um, just working with you and, and your 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 business is that you you know you pro- provide high quality stuff you know it's it's the name of the game you know in terms of you know whether it's the you know t-shirts and and jackets that we make to obviously you know safeguarding healthcare workers um you know always quality is 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 king in our mind mm-hmm. um and we've heard great reviews to some of our customers who were using national suppliers and they were telling us that our gowns were, you know, much better in quality and at a better price point. Um, and I think that's where we were able to succeed, obviously, in terms of quality, but also price point being that we were able to give good pricing because of we're direct to factories. Mm-hmm. We're not going through three, four other people. Um, and um, it's it's been, a, it's been an experience. Right, right. I mean, you have a plan in Haiti, right? Yes. Tell us about that. Yeah. So way back in 2015, we kind we we partnered up and went into the factory, have you know, ownership in the factory, doing work there. And over the time, we've met with other factories that do other things um, in Haiti. And so you know, we work closely with all these other factories that do things on a larger scale. Mm-hmm. But um, because of who we are, it makes it easier to work with us. We're a U.S. company, things of that nature. And um, so, yeah, for in the factory, we make athleisure garments, um, reusable gowns um, for the medical industry, scrubs, medical scrubs as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we might be coming out with our own um, line of that for, you know, healthcare workers in general. Um, so a little bit of everything. And um, it's just, um, it's great because my parents are from Haiti. And so mm-hmm. on top of it, you know, being able to um, provide sustainable jobs or right. be a part of the puzzle to provide and sustain jobs there um, is very powerful for me and empowering. And, and, it, and it hits a chord, you know, personally for me on the and also on the business side. So, yeah. Talk um, about social responsibility. I'm like, wow, that's that's awesome. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's nice going down there. I would go down there a lot often more before. But, um, you know, just seeing, you know, people happy, you know, when I would go down there, they would all people would tell me friends or family or just people I meet in the street, you know, and having conversations, you know, we don't want handouts, mm-hmm. we want to work, you know, we want jobs. And, um, and so from there, you know, a few years before we started in 2015, it got the wheels moving. And, um, you know, one thing leads to another, and when yeah. you put the energy out there, and, right. and voila. 
Yeah, no, I, I mean, I was elated for you because I think the fruits of your labor came in last year. I mean, with the pandemic, I mean, you you really did well here. So, so what, what, where are you now with the company? I mean, talk a little bit more about what you're doing now and, you know, what the vision for, you know, next stage growth looks like for you. So for us, during the pandemic, it was like a, a melee. Everyone was able right. to, you know, answer the phone because no one could get PP anywhere. So it was a lot easier in that regard. We've had a good track record winning bids for cities and states. Uh-huh. Um, so the next part is is getting that clientele base that's uh-huh. on a consistent, you know, monthly basis, you know, and getting that structure together. So over the next, you know, few months and a few months previous to now, you know, just really solidifying that and, and getting our foot into the, into the door and having these conversations. Now that, you know, COVID has, you know, let's say reduced uh-huh. and or I guess the supply chain has been more solidified uh-huh. for for these hospitals, you know, they may not have a need, but it's having that conversation with them to showcase how we are still able to help them right. in terms of price points and being able to fulfill what we are able to do. Right. Um, so it's just learning this landscape, you know, which we weren't involved with at all before in terms yeah. of the medical PPE um, and uh, navigating through that yeah. and, um, you know, little by little. Are you planning on penetrating other markets? Um, in terms of maybe um, sectors. So, you know, like, um, I mean, you talked about nursing homes. And, oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, from the larger entities of hospitals, right. you know, 300 to 1,000 bed, you know, facilities to nursing homes, community health centers, um, urgent cares, mm-hmm. you know, we still, we're still finding that a lot of those places are having issues in terms of pricing that they're having yeah. to pay. Um, so we've, um, you know, made some good headways about really getting our name out there yeah. and, and showcasing yeah. that aspect. So definitely, definitely, um, you know, new markets in that regard. And also, you know, some of these smaller suppliers that buy from the larger suppliers, we're finding that we have good traction with them because we're direct to factories. Right. Um, and in fact, some of these larger suppliers may have contracted us to do certain things, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so we're hitting it from different angles and different verticals, um, you know, which allows us to, you know, um, you know, try to make our way. Yeah. So what has been, if there's one or, I mean, who knows, that might be five, 10 or 15 or the list goes on, but what has been your biggest challenging challenge, um, you know, with managing growth? I mean, you experienced rapid growth overnight with a lot that happened last year during the pandemic. So, I mean, Talk to talk to us a little bit. Tell us a little bit more about you know some of your challenges and you know how you overcame them. Um, I, I think the challenge, and this is probably a challenge, is always you know mm-hmm. evident in businesses is um, being able to scale up in yeah. terms of people and getting you know you know training in place mm-hmm. and you know procedures and policies so that it runs as smooth yeah. operation because things you know came such you know very quickly in this regard. You know, we were shooting from the, you know, from yeah. the hip, you know, in, in a lot of aspects. So, um, but. But you, know, you survived it. Sur- you did well, yeah, right? Sur- so. Survived, you know, <laughs> did, did well, and, and it's really just about patience and, right. and, and being diligent and organized to hit certain benchmarks of your own and, and sometimes avoid or not listen to the noise that's going on in right. the background and just like stay the course, do your thing. And then. Create, create that foundation yeah. so that you can scale up. Without so, a doubt, yeah. the focus has to be on. I, I hear it all the time from other entrepreneurs. You know, they say, you know, if you've, if you've, if you've made a plan, stick to the plan right. and see right. it through. Right. 
you know, you pivot, you can pivot from that plan, right. Depending on your findings, but just the focus is what's needed because that's, I mean, it's hard to focus sometimes as entrepreneurs, we get distracted easily. Right. Absolutely. That's that's definitely in my, in my, in my experience and, and it's still, you know, learning through it and getting Mm -hmm. through it, you know, with it, you know, they always say that, you know, you know, I always repeat in my head, no pain, no gain, or Mm -hmm. if it was easy, everyone would be doing it. And you have to stay the course because, like you say, there's ups and downs in this game of, you know, being an entrepreneur, yeah. small business. Nonstop. And, yeah, nonstop. But, you know, up and downs with, within an hour of the day. Right. You know? <laughs> um, so it's, uh, we are an elite breed. Yeah. I mean, I don't, yeah. I, I, you know, that's why, like, I, what's the, I don't know what the exact stat is, so don't yeah. quote me, but yeah. I think it's like 3% of the population. I can imagine. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a world we live in. Yeah, it's yeah, 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 world. yeah. Um, so, I mean, just, I just, I have to say, I'm just in awe of, 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 of your journey to watch you from the beginning. Cause I remember you with your client, you're saying, this is what I need to do. I need more contracts. You know, there was a wait for some time, you know, share with our listeners. I think the reality of your journey, because I think people sometimes, and I, I see this a lot with aspiring entrepreneurs coming in, they're thinking, oh, I'll just do these things and the business will take off and we're all good. Right. Um, we all know that that's, it's really a never ending thing. Right. But help us understand your journey a little bit. Yeah. I, I think, you know, when, when having a plan and idea and, you know, having the fortunate aspect of, of, you know, getting a client easily in the beginning, mm-hmm. you know, to kind of help solidify, you know, you know, operations. Right. Um, but, you know, when that goes away, what do you do if you only have one egg in the basket? Um, so the next, you know, thing in terms of, I guess I call this my second iteration of the business, you know, in terms of being back in it as an entrepreneur and, you know, relationships are key and and sales are obviously key. And so it's being able to juggle a couple of things at the same time, you know, creating the foundation so you, that you can scale up, but then also, um, being out there, you know, being that I'm the, you know, let's say the the face of the organization yeah. mm-hmm. and I know the business back and forth and I'm still learning, but, you know, no one sells it better than yourself. So, yeah. um, you know, just, you know, being out there talking with people and, um, and delivering, you know, yeah. um, you know, we were fortunate to, you know, help um, some entities that were, you know, struggling, you know, to get mm-hmm. PPE um, and, that put us in a good track record and build a relationship out of the, out of the blue, which has been, you yeah. know, a fortunate um, thing. And, um, you know, can hopefully continue with them mm-hmm. and understanding and learning the business more. One thing as an entrepreneur is you always have to be learning, right? There's always other people who are trying to get that same business from yeah. you or win back the business that you took from them. Yeah. And um, whether it's technologies or efficiencies, new, new, new products, that might supplant a product that you're selling, Mm -hmm. you know, you just have to be really on the forefront of all those things as much as possible. Um, So just kind of keeping the eyes and ears open all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Day and night, no sleep, team, no sleep. No sleep. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Two hours today. I mean, it's just been like, wow. Um, So, so what makes you tick? If you had to think about it, like, you know, how, how do you keep up? And I, for me, the reason I bring it up is because, you know, you, you are a success story. You've, you've done a lot of things, right? So how have you managed to take care of yourself through this process? What works, what has worked for you? 
um, I think trying to have a balance. Mm -hmm. It's tough, you know, as an entrepreneur, I enjoy work. I'm just, I do, you know, (laughs) I I get a, I get a a thing out of it, you know, it pumps the endorphins inside of my brain. It's like working out or something. Right. Um, It is. Yeah. (laughs) And so it's, um, you know, you know, just the ability to see transformation and change. And at the same time, I'm helping people, Mm -hmm. you know, I think that's a component of it that I sometimes, you know, forget, but it's under always underlying, Mm -hmm. whether it's, you know, providing a a service to a client, solving a problem, providing jobs to people, all these other ancillary things that come about from running a business and being able to do something for yourself. You know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's always been ingrained in me through my family and, um, in terms of, you know, my parents doing their own business, but also, you know, working and, and having that base to, you know, try to just do better for right. your, 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 your people, um, immediate family and, you know, community at large, right. you know, and, and I, I, I really like that aspect of, I enjoy being around people mm-hmm. and, um, and trying to help wherever I can. And people have always helped me yeah. to get to the position where I am, yeah, you, yeah, know, yeah. you know, being in your program, yeah, and, yeah. you know, added so much structure, you know, you have continuously helped me oh, to yeah. conversations that are always very yeah. helpful, insightful, and um, help when those times where you think that, oh, it, yeah. it's not going to work and, and just getting that extra pump. Yeah. So um, try to pass it on to other people, but in the same time, you're mm-hmm. trying to do it in the right way. Yeah, yeah no, I mean, I, I'm only paying it forward because yeah. someone else did it for right. me too, you know? So I think, you know, you have to think like that uh, right. in order to get your gains, you know? Um, so, so, where can our listeners find you? I mean, you've done a lot and, and I think it's, you know, it's, it's, it's impressive to see. So I just want to say on here, kudos to you. you so I'm in just such awe of your, you know, the agility that you've, you know, you have the perseverance, the character to be able to just be competing with some pretty large players in your space who've been around for quite some time and have not had the same, you know, um, I would say, nuances that you've had to, to be able to get yourself to where you are now. So you have my ultimate respect. I, I, <laughs> yeah. So where, where can people find you and, and learn more about your business? Yeah. So our, our, our website is um, LMI textiles. So Larry, Mary Indigo textiles with an S plural.com. Um, we're on LinkedIn and we have our business page. Um, we've just implemented on our website, you know, a chat box feature yeah. and even our, our phone number, 855 LMI text, <laughs> you can call or text us on that phone number um, as well. Um, so, you know, we're available. We, we uh, you know, are looking to you know, bring on more clients, uh-huh. uh, do it the right way and um, and uh, just continue to grow mm-hmm. and expand in this uh, industry. All right. Yeah. And we look forward to seeing that. I I, I... I remain highly optimistic that, you know, when we have you back on here, you'll be telling us about how you've, <laughs> Looking forward to yeah, you've, you've yeah. scaled up yet again. Yes, yes, I appreciate <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I want to thank you so much. Okay. Uh, stay well and uh, very much looking forward to your continued success. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to our BizGrow community podcast. We hope you will join us next time for another edition of our series. Learn more about our growing community at www.bizgrow.live. I'm Trisha Young.